Hello and welcome along to the Voice Behind Our Town podcast with In Motion Theatre. My name is Cameron McGarvan and in this series of podcasts I will be speaking to people from Fergusley Park in Paisley and exploring the truth about their community. What really goes on behind the headlines we all see every single day. Today on the podcast, I'm delighted to say that we are joined by Elaine Carter. Now, Elaine is one of the very first people I met when I went into Ferguson Park to do some work. And I met Elaine because she is heavily involved in the Ferguson Seniors, which is a, it's a, a group It provides recreational activities and support for people primarily of older age and disability. And Elaine was really one of the driving forces of the Ferguson Seniors. And so Elaine, hello, how are you? I'm fine, Cameron. How's yourself? I'm good, thank you. Would you agree with that statement that you are one of the driving forces of the Ferguson Seniors? I knew him or I had. Definitely. <laughs> well, I think so, because you were one of the people. And am I right in thinking that the Ferguson Seniors is a registered charity? Is that correct? Yeah, as now, yeah. It is. Yes. And it has it always been a registered charity, or is that a recent thing? It's a recent thing, Cameron. The Ferguson Seniors, ages ago, it used to be called, what was it? Elderly Forum. The Elderly Forum, which was all funded and everything like that. Yes. And then as the older bands died away, they were nobody to air it, so obviously I took over it. But we didn't get funding by this time. All the funding had all died. So we've been running, we pay £2 a week and we've been running we like a wee bingo once a week, mm-hmm. which gives us more money and gives us money to do things. So we don't need to depend on empty. And we haven't been for the last oh, eight, nine years. We've been self-dependent. And I'm right in thinking it's both, it's male and female that come along. It's not, it's, it's, it's men and women, isn't it? MD's allowed to come along as long as they're over 50. So you've got to be over 50. Over 50. And, and is that the only kind of criteria, being over 50? As long as they're over 50, it can be. doesn't matter what gender. Okay. MD's welcome. And certainly when I when I came into the Tannen Hill Centre and came along to the group, there seemed to uh-huh. be quite a, good, quite a good attendance. I mean, how many people generally come along every week? Well, we've usually got about 15. Okay. But we'll try to build the numbers up. Obviously, transporting Ferguson is a big issue. Where a lot older people can't walk for the top of the scheme down to the middle. And at this moment, we've not got a minibus, so that's a big issue. Right. And I'm assuming that's because of a lack of funding, because if you're a registered charity and people are paying the money every week, but that doesn't necessarily transcend into being able to buy a minibus. Oh, no, definitely not. Yeah. And so the people that attend the, because it's twice a week, isn't it? Yeah, Monday and Thursday. That's right. And so is it primarily, or is it only people from Ferguson Park? Or I mean, is it a, a strict geographical um, barrier? Not barriers, the wrong word. But Oh, it's not just for Ferguson Park, Cameron. We have folk that come for Renfrew. We've got some for Johnson that comes in every week as well. And they love coming in. They I used bet. to stay in Ferguson years ago and moved away, but... Now they're starting to coming back in. 
do you think that helps? And I'm assuming it's so if people have left Ferguson, do you think uh-huh. there's that, that sense of community and not wanting to be isolated from Ferguson then, even though they've moved away? Yeah, I think it is. A lot of them still get family and connections down here as well. But there was one lady that comes for Emperor and her father was a janitor at the primary school for years and years and years. Uh, and she loves coming in. And it just gives her that bit of connection still with Ferguson. I think that, that, that was my thinking was that the, the people must love the community so much that they want to keep coming back. Mm-hmm. They definitely do. Because I've met I've met one or two people who have spoken to, at the centre, and they they um, they they've moved away from Ferguson, but then come back, and maybe done it a couple of times. They always seem to want to come back because we've got a good community spirit in Ferguson, <laughs> and we so look after each other. <laughs> Absolutely. And I've seen that with my own eyes. When I came in, as I say, you know, I think just before Halloween last year, um, I talked to Lisa about this when we when Lisa and I did a little kind of introduction about what the podcast was about. You basically handed me a bag of monkey nuts, <laughs> fruit, sweeties, and I was told quite firmly, in a nice way though, that I was taking that bag away with my son. <laughs> Do you remember that? I do remember, yeah. And, you know, I walked away with the biggest smell because I thought, do you know, I was in just having, getting to know you, you folk and seeing what was going on in the in the, in the group. And uh-huh. I, I didn't expect anything at all. And then I was very clearly told I had to take that bag away with me. It was very nice. So thank you. And uh, tell me, what do you, I mean, obviously I've described you as this pillar of the community and, and you know, the bedrock of the senior group. But what specifically do you do? I don't do as much now as I used to. I used to be volunteer quite a lot. I was part of the house and when it was a old elderly forum, I used to go in and help put in the elderly forum. I was in the arts festival group. I was in a lot of groups down here, but with my health now, I just can't do as much. What was the, what was, so what was the, motive, what was your motivation then? To, to, obviously, you've done a lot. So what, mm-hmm. what was your motivation and still is your motivation to, to do all the work that you do? Well, to give me a sense of being and know that I was doing something and try to help our community at the same time. Okay. Kids are all grew up now and get kids of their own. So I've not really got anything much today. <laughs> So it keeps you busy then, it keeps you connected with people in the community as well, doesn't it? Yeah. And in the senior group specifically, you, I mean, you kind of take charge every, 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 every session I've been to, you're kind of the one that's taking charge. Um, I mean, it is, it is a group spirit, but you seem to be the one that's sorting the money and writing the tallies and who's attending and who's not attending and who owes money. And is that, would, would you say that's fair to say? I it's fair to say I'm not a chairperson. We have got a separate chairperson. You know the, the activities in the group. What kind of activities do you generally do with it with the group? I know I've seen bingo, but is there what other kind of activities happens? Well, we had done chair aerobics for a wee while. If we get a uh, transport, we would like to go swimming maybe once a week and do different activities. We took them away to Milkport. For the day, which was good as well. 
but there's a lot of things I would like to see. What, what, what are those things, Elaine? What things would you like to see? Well, let's swimming, maybe indoor balls. Just like different activities for folk who reach. Is there, is there something preventing those activities then starting or happening? Is it to do with funding or is it to do with attendance or is it to do with, what's it to do with in Europe? No, I think after lockdown came because we were beginning to make some headway before it. Ah. So I think once we get back, things will start moving again and hopefully okay. our numbers will get increased as well. Of course. I mean, certainly, as I've already mentioned, I mean, the attendance I saw was really positive. It was great to see so many people all in a room, all talking. And I remember you were having you were having morning rolls and black pudding rolls and all sorts going on. I remember. So, so there were people having something to eat as well as, you know, recreationally, you know, perhaps people who maybe don't have as much um, financially, income-wise. You know, they were coming in, they were getting some activities getting some chats and also having something to eat and drink? Well, the plan would be, I would love to see open five days a week and come to a, a, an agreement with the cafeteria where folk could get a dinner at a subsidised price so that we know they've had something decent to eat during the day mm -hmm. and they're not going without so is, is that going to be starting at the Town and Hill Centre then, do you think? Is that something that, you, that you'd like to see or is that something that's actually going to be starting once we get over this blip that we call COVID? Yeah, I think it will. And I think the manager's quite keen to see this happen as well. So I think if we all work together, then it should come off once COVID is by. So tell me, because, I mean, obviously I've, I've you know, been... Um, I've seen you a few times over the last kind of year or so. You, you're born and bred Fergusy Park, aren't you? I sure am, yes. Sure are, sure are. And what was it like growing up in Fergusy? It was good growing up in Fergusy. We didn't have much, but we were happy. Years ago, when we were younger, it's now called Fergusy Gardens, but it mm -hmm. was always Fergusy Park. And... That's where we went in our summer days. We would get in the pond swimming. <laughs> where they now fish. <laughs> and in the winter, we would go skating. <laughs> As I say, we didn't have much, but everybody helped each other. Mm -hmm. And they were... I love growing up in Fergusley. Again... I was thinking there, it's, you know, what you're talking about really is, is that sense of community that, that keeps one of the one of the one of the themes that one of the issues, the things that keeps coming up across all the interviews, all the podcasts we've done so far is a sense of community. Uh-huh. That's right. And, and it just seems to be so strong in Ferguson. I mean, I'm comparing it to areas where where I've lived, say in the city of Edinburgh, where you know there's a there's a sense of community of sorts, but you know, the people I've met in Ferguson, the people I've talked to this, it seems much, much stronger. Is there any, any reason that you think that creates that? No, I think people's just got a good sense of, they know what they want for their community. Uh, and I can see the community getting better than new as well. Definitely. You think it's getting better now? Yeah. As opposed to when you're growing up or as opposed to, I don't know, a bit more recently than that? I mean, 
tell me no, about no, 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 I was growing up. The only improvement I can see for growing up was as a housing. Right. Because so, we used to all be blocks. So I'm set, so you're you're talking about things getting better now. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be that when you're growing up, that things were okay apart from the housing. Uh-huh. And I'm not slighting that the housing wasn't an issue, but so was there was there something in the middle of that? Was there a time where things were quite bad and you thought, oh, no, this isn't good? Aye, there have been a few times it's not really been good. But the biggest majority has been really good. What I was thinking is that uh, what I like and what I'm also getting from people is that you seem to be able to make things happen. You know, you've made things happen by doing the work that you've done. And it's strange that sometimes they say the media, I know that you and I have talked about the media in the past when, when, we've, uh, when we've spoken and I know that you've been quite vocal about it. And it's strange that the media sometimes don't pick up the positive work that's happened with the, with the likes of yourself. Uh-huh. It seems to be the negative side of the, of the area that, that's, you know, that's the headlines. Fergus has always had a stigma, even when I went to school. I mean, I didn't go to school in Fergusley. Yours was out with Fergusley. Mm-hmm. And if you made friends, say for Foxbad or some place like that, and you told their parents you were for Fergusley, man, you were like, oh, wait a minute here. <laughs> we always have had a stigma, and the press and the media don't make it any better because they always show the worst parts of Fergusley Park. Always, mm-hmm. whether it's in a photograph on the television, they always show the worst parts. What do you think we can do to change that? Well, I think the media and the newspapers, everybody involved, they need to go and get some of the nice parts of Fergus Lane. If you look around about, everybody's starting to take a wee bit of pride in where they stay. They're starting to do their gardens and back door and everything. It's great. And so those are the things that you would like everyone to see then in the press, wouldn't Definitely, definitely. To show, to, you know, show the good things. Show the good things of the scheme, know the bad things. That's one of the things that we've been trying to achieve in this podcast and that we've spoken to everybody. And whilst there are things that people wanted to talk about that are challenging, um, mm-hmm. we've, also, we've, we've really been keen to get the positive stories about Fergus out there? Aye, we have got a lot of good positive stories in Fergusley Park, especially over the last couple of months, there have been a lot of great stories to come out of Fergusley Park. <laughs> but the media just don't seem to grasp it. They just want the worst side of Fergusley Park. So talking about the good stuff, and let's go back to the group, because the, the I think the group that you take charge of, the Fergus Seniors, is such a good thing. Interestingly, why did it change name from Elderly Forum to Fergus Seniors? Because I remember when I, the, the, the in the Tannen Hill Centre, there's still the sign saying Elderly Forum, and you very clearly said, no, no, with the Fergus Seniors now. Why, the, why was there a change in name? We just thought the Elderly Forum was a bit, in old fashion. <laughs> so you've modernised it to be fair. So we've modernised it to be fair to the seniors. <laughs> so what do you think? What do you think makes the group so special, and what do you think people who go get from it? Well, a lot of them are stuck in who saw they themselves. The it's a sense of them getting out, meeting people, getting something to eat, 
whereas they would never get that if they were stuck in the house. Uh, a lot of them just like the banter. I mean, I would say there's a couple of things that you, that I think people get from it. I think it, you are bringing people together mm-hmm. and I think it stops them from being isolated as well. You know, it prevents people from being isolated. It sure does. I mean, I can name three instead of selves. And even if they're no well, they still, you'll say to them, you should have stayed in the house today. But no, they still try and get done. I mean, it's, every area needs somebody like you bringing oh. folk together. Not just me. I mean, a lot of the last, a lot of the women will help. All you just need to say is, right, somebody want to help me with this. And they'll go and do it. And they'll all want to take part in things. Yeah. Uh, certainly my observation of the Ferguson seniors was that whilst you were kind of overseeing things, everybody seemed to be involved. There were people in the kitchen doing stuff, getting breakfast ready. There were people, do- everybody seemed to be doing, have, have their role to play almost. Well, that's right, because everybody does. I'll go and I'll maybe do the book, do the money. Somebody else will put the bingo book, so get the tea made. We all just kind of work together. Do you think that other areas, and I'm, I'm not just talking in Scotland, I'm talking nationally, internationally, mm-hmm. worldwide, do you think other areas can learn from Ferguson? Well, a lot of areas could learn a lot from Ferguson, by the way. <laughs> Definitely. What? What do you think they could learn? Uh, community spirit. I know a lot of folks got it. A lot of places have got it. Yeah. But they've not got the community spirit that we've got in Fergusley Park. Definitely not. It's, it seems to be, you know, you, you really do look after one another, don't you? Yeah, we do. Cameron, we do. I think I think that's what, uh, and you know, I, you know, I was... I was having a laugh there about that, you know, being sent away with the bag of fruits and monkey nuts uh-huh. and sweeties, but that actually is quite symbolic because you know everybody got a bag to take away for their grandkids and their or, or maybe their own kids. So everybody got a bag to take away so that they could then give to their own families and friends. That's true. And I think we that's do. that's what struck me, even though I was laughing because I was sent away with the bag. <laughs> you know, it's it's more than just having a bag of fruit. It's it's about what that provides for people. And that's important. That's that's true, Cameron, because some folk just haven't got anything to give their grandkids or their kids. Of course. And you do try to help people out. So if I was to tell you that tomorrow you were going to be the guest editor of a national newspaper doesn't matter what newspaper we'll not mention what newspaper it is in case we get into trouble but you're you're the guest editor of a newspaper Uh and you elaine carter are allowed to come up with your headline about fergusy what would your headline be media stop giving fergusy a bad name that's what it would be (laughs) and if you were speaking to somebody who had never been to fergusy uh-huh. Didn't know anything about it. What five words would you use to describe Fergus? Now, it can be a sentence or it can be five separate words. Best place possible to stay. Best place possible to stay. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> thank you very much. I think that's a very nice way to wrap up. Elaine Carter. It's been oh, thank you very much, Cameron. An absolute pleasure. Honestly, my darling, thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us and... Um, Yeah, it's just good to hear some positive stories about Ferguson Park, isn't it? 
it definitely is. As I say, I would like to see it more in the media than anything else. Excellent. Well, look, Elaine Carter, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us and please do spread the word. The podcast accompanies a brand new play from Inmotion Theatre, Other Side of the River, by Lisa Nickel, which will be touring when it is safe to do so, so please do keep an eye for any information on that. This podcast has been made possible by Future Paisley, Renfrewshire Leisure and Renfrewshire Council.